Hello everybody, welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we'll be talking about episode 18 from season 3, I Know What You'll Do Next Summer. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Yvette. Uh, and I'm Paul Mackey. Welcome, Paul. <laughs> welcome Sorry, back, Paul. Paul, tell people where they can find you on the internet. Well, currently I uh, produce a podcast called the Ghostlight Podcast, which is a uh, intro cast for the television series Slings and Arrows, which is a Canadian television series. Uh, kind of hard to find streaming online. I guess if you get a subscription to Acorn TV, uh, you can get it uh, as part of that subscription. Hmm. Yes, that was helpful um, to know. Yes. Uh, but uh, we are currently, uh, we, in terms of our recording schedule, we're between season two and three. Uh, we've got a, a, I mean, I know that by the time this comes out, it'll be a completely different story, hopefully. <laughs> uh, hopefully I will have released other episodes since then. But um, at the moment, we just finished a uh, movie bonus episode on the uh, on the movie Men with Brooms, which is a movie about curling. Cool. Oh. That sounds like fun. That, does that have something that that... to do with slings and arrows? Well, it does because the uh, the I mean it's a, slings and arrows is kind of an ensemble cast thing, but one of the main stars is Paul Gross. He was originally the uh, the Mountie character on the on the uh, American American slash Canadian television series Due South. Okay. I don't know if you remember that from the early '90s, uh, early to mid '90s. But in any case, he he uh, wrote, directed. Uh, aided with the soundtrack and uh, perf- and is the the lead in uh, Men with Brooms. So. Oh, I, I okay. see. I see. I think Naomi so, yeah. was very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I remember, that's how I remember it because I remember her saying something about that um, that movie. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I heard heard of it. Yeah. Naomi, we miss and, uh, you. Oh yes, we do. Um, but and and then not to monopolize all of all of the podcasting time, but I do have a podcast coming up. Um, Late spring is still officially it. I, I hope to get it before the sol- get it in started before the solstice. Um, it is the Idgitcast, the relaunch of the Idgitcast, um, which was originally a, a uh, an introcast for the television series Supernatural that we started a couple of years ago with Ellie Jones as the expert, and we pod faded. But we are now coming back, and uh, we've got a new roster of uh, hosts. I'm the uh, I'm the only returning newbie, or I'm the only re- returning host. But then we also have um, other names familiar to um, to Introcast Land. I've got uh, my uh, lovely wife Darcy Zepernick, who is the uh, who is one of my co-hosts on the Ghost Light, and she's over there <laughs> saying hello from the distance in the background. Um, we've also got um, John Pavlich, uh, which I'm, I'm sure that all of us around here know on yep, yes. uh, Investigating mm-hmm. Mars. And uh, as well as uh, David Bushman, who is um, actually the uh, curator for the uh, Paley Center. Oh, wow. Um, and then also, um, let's see, who else? Uh, oh, yes, Yvette. There's me. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, so if you can't get I didn't really forget you. comments, then, you know, I'll be there. Awesome. I, didn't, I did not really forget you. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to this episode and have our episode summary. All right, season three, episode 18. Only two more left to go. Uh, I know what you'll do next summer. 
Um, Apollo, a Hearst student who suffered hardships as a child soldier in Africa, appears on Piz's radio show, prompting a man to come forth claiming to be his father. But Veronica's investigation unearths some surprises. Meanwhile, Neptune is faced with a crime spree that could spell trouble for Keith's campaign, and Logan finds himself in a difficult situation when Parker wants to spend wants to spend the summer with him. Veronica awaits the results of her FBI exam. It's Lafayette! <laughs> <laughs> True blood! So, uh, three quarters of this episode I was watching, and every time he was on, I was like, God, he looks so familiar, but I just couldn't place it. Husband walks in the room, he was like, hey, that's the dude from True Blood. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know, it. I, 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 those soulful eyes, I know, I know him well. Um, he he's a little bit thinner. So different. Yeah, he does. He's he's not. He's a, quite a skinny man in this one. Not that he's yeah. like. I was just like more buff, I think. And yeah, he's yeah. more. He's an adult now. Like he definitely looks young, young, young in this. Ugh, but so so nice. Sometimes oh, I love it, Lafayette. Woo! Jimmy, sometimes mm-hmm, it just takes an outside eye. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at him every you know every mm-hmm. time he was on, and I was like, who is that? And I was trying to look. It was like. Everything, I mean, the way he talked, everything was, was so familiar, but I didn't want to look it up. But literally, he walked in the room without a hesitation and knew who it was. I was like, I hate you. <laughs> That's why you have husbands. It's true. All right. So I had a heck of a time uh, separating these plots. So I have a plot is Veronica and Piz and basically anything that has to do with them. So the whole Apollo thing. Um, and then B plot is Keith. I've named, I've named A plot. Who's your daddy? Okay. (laughs) B plot is Keith and the sheriff's office. And then C plot is, um, everything else. So everybody's summer plans. Yeah. I called it, I called the summer plans, but after school special. Yeah, that works. I put the I put the V in Piz and the and with I lo- lumped it all into relationship stuff. Ah. Uh, mhm. Yeah, it, really I just have Veronica and Piz because it had to do with Apollo. So like yeah. when they were discussing things, so yeah, that's it was a very difficult episode to separate, which I don't know why. It was really hard. Also because yeah, you're right. I think there should have been like D, E, and F plots. Yeah, because there's a weird the... thing with there's a weird thing with Dick and his dad. Right, and that's also in the C plot. The Dick Dad. The biggest, just... the big and little Dick. Yeah, big Dick <laughs> yeah. and little Dick. Big Dick and little Dick. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with the A plot, and uh, we start with Veronica and Piz being cute, I guess. Um, cute and jostly, I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cute, you guess. I guess. I, I, guess. <laughs> I don't like them, but I also wrote, yeah. I also wrote "do not want" after that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will give you my rant later. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> wow. I just think that Piz is Riley Finn. So. Oh. Um, you're I, wrong, you, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> really. You're wrong because. Wrong? But I can. See See what you mean because it is the same sort of dynamic like it's the safe guy da, 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 and they actually I had it earlier in my notes and then they actually address it in here but oh my god no donut is donut is definitely Riley Finn yeah, anyway, I, definitely, I agree donuts Riley I guess 
I don't want Piz and Veronica together, but I mean, I just find Piz so attractive that he cannot be compared to Riley. (laughs) Well, I like Mark Lucas, so that's not really a... (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's, oh, you, oh, you like Mark Lucas. I do like, I do like Mark Lucas. I like, like I like Chris Lowell too. Like I, I have, my thing with, with Riley and with Piz, same problem that I have with both is that I like the individual characters until they get with the main character and then I cease to like them. <laughs> oh, see, I never liked Riley from day one. And I think, yeah, I mean, I think I part, think... I mean, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, but I think that I love Piz, but I like Piz just being Piz on his own. Yeah. I think I think part of the thing that bothers me about about both characters on both shows is that they were more or less introduced in order to be a love interest, mm-hmm. and not they they weren't just characters to begin with and developed into a love interest after people saw chemistry and things like that. Yeah, I think that um, at this point after this episode, I kind of wish Piz and Parker would get together. Piz and Parker. Yeah, I I kind of would prefer Piz and Parker, but I'm not I'm not offended or I, I don't really have any strong feelings whatsoever about Piz with Veronica. Uh, I'm I'm I I'm okay with it, but you know it's not a train that I'm going to ship or anything like that. But <laughs> don't go like third class, like you know, if it falls off the back of the train. We won't be happy about it. We'll just say, oh well. Yeah, like I, I, I'm like, all right, you know, at least it's not Logan. <laughs> agreed, Jimmy. Agreed, 100%. so agreed. And, and we're then... so in the minority. <laughs> <laughs> not on this podcast. I know that everyone's like, what? I just have this feeling, just yeah, because the whole love thing and just from our past hosts and stuff, I feel like that's a huge ship and like we just piss people off whenever we say we don't want them together. I'm I'm really <laughs> looking forward to um the reactions as we release all of this season. Yeah, because you guys have been really down on it this season. I know. Especially I'm, a li- so. I'm like glad we're gonna be done podcasting and just gonna, like, you know, in a tunnel and just be like you can just hide if the comments get Rocking nasty. In the corner. Leave me alone. Well, I only yeah. know I I only know your opinions of the first three episodes so far of this season. So we've been pretty negative about uh-huh. too. Some yeah. of us have. Yeah, I I think everybody except for me doesn't like Logan and Veronica. So yeah. Um. Okay. So Keith comes in and uh, Piz tells him about this child soldier from Uganda that he's interviewing on his radio show and. Keith basically gives their relationship the kiss of death. <laughs> <laughs> well, go figure. I mean, you know, it's not like it, it was getting any other kisses uh, anywhere along the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see his interview, Apollo. Which was an interesting, you know, uh, the teacher, the advisor, said like no words throughout the entire interview process. Which I thought was really strange, but because you know, obviously they were there to to she was there to talk. But um, I I thought from the minute the story started, I was like, he's from Chicago, and the story's fake. That was my immediate thought, and I believed it through all the way up to the end. <laughs> I, I thought it might be too easy, um, but. It, it it got me when they they switched it and they switched it again. 
Um, but I, I always knew that dad would, would come back. Like I, like when he didn't show, I was like, no, 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 he's going to come back. I just, yeah, yeah. but they did, they did fool me with the, with the, the switch. My, my, my main worry, uh, at the beginning, I mean, and I remember this from the original airing and, and from viewing this time, my main worry was that the dad would be like, they would, they would pull the rusky business thing again, where mm. it's, you know, it's actually someone trying to find to do harm. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I, I I seem to remember somewhere in the in the in the back backstory of watching TV for thirty five years or whatever that. Uh, ugh, uh, anyways, uh, that uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I seem to remember some kind of uh, TV series at one point that had had someone who was like, you know, on the run from a from a foreign military and got looked up by an evil general posing as a father or something like that. And I can't remember. It might I. I want to say 21 Jump Street, but I'm not sure. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't look it up, but uh, but that that was kind of the the uh, the worry that I had was like, okay, well, you know, Veronica's going to make make all this effort to to get them matched up, and it's going to turn out that he's actually someone horrible that he shouldn't be meeting with. Well, mm-hmm. luckily, it did not happen that way. That's right. No. It was just a heart touching story. And then and then my second my second worry actually yeah, was yeah, uh, which kind of got me. I hate to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I am. My, my second worry. My second worry anyway, came up. On. My second worry came up with the uh, with the interview uh, where he said that he uh, he uh, had developed not only the capacity for but the desire for violence, and then he was playing Grand Theft Auto, and you know that's sort of I mean the the whole cliche of Grand Theft Auto violent video games being uh, a thing too. So I was like, okay, well, is there going to be some sort of violent thing oh, that yeah, happens? Yeah, yeah I thought that was a weird uh, a weird thing to put in there. Um, that you know the brainwashing and the tendency and the and the you know the hunger for violence or whatever the, the actual quote was. I thought that that was very interesting uh, little tidbit that they threw in there, and I, I did think that it was going to come back um, at some point, but apparently not. In in hindsight, the I mean, I, I I may be playing this card too early. In in hindsight, the whole episode's kind of a PSA, and I have a feeling. Well, yeah. that- that came straight from the literature, like these these kids who who come out of this uh, end up with a uh, uh, capacity for and desire for violence. Mm-hmm. It's probably right out of a brochure. I have a feeling. No, no offense yeah. to the writers yeah, of this probably. show. And I think I remember that uh, the Invisible Children was something that was very close to. Um, either Rob Thomas's and Kristen Bell's. I mean, like there, there was a, there was a connection to that charity that, um, which is why they made this episode. Okay. So y'all, when did that whole like Coney thing break? 2012. Oh, so after, like way after this then. Yeah. That was just a couple years ago. Uh, cause remember it was Coney 2012. That was their slogan. Oh, that's mm. right. You're right. Okay. I thought maybe it was like related, like that came out and then this came out, but all right. Yeah. This is first. But this but yeah. just, started, apparently Invisible Children was just founded in 2004. So it had only been around for a short period of time when this aired. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so Piz got offered an internship in New York. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Piz. This whole this whole piece, the 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 New York, the uh, he gets his two internships mm-hmm. that he's looking to her for 
you know, approval of, I think, I'm guessing that he wanted her to go with him to New York or something like that, or, or I'm not real sure what, well, but he, she, he wanted, he, she wanted him to care, or he wanted her to care to yeah, that... be like, this is great. And, but I'm going to miss you so much, or this is great. Please stay back. Like she just wanted him to care. The relationship is validated. Yeah. The re- yeah, relationship the is validated by, by her saying something along uh, aside from, aside from that's great. You know? I wish right. I could be with you, or or you should go there because it'll be near X or you know something. Some additional reaction aside from the generic. That's good for you. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know it's just so funny because once you know her internship pops up at the end, it, there's not even a, a a glance at what it means for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. but I thought that was an I thought it was an interesting setup. Um, I mean, it was it was very predictable, but at the same time, you know, it was it was in- interesting to watch it played out. Mm-hmm. And then we see that Veronica has taken the PI exam and got higher than Keith, or maybe not. Oh yeah, <laughs> or so. <she laughs> I love this exchange. I was so happy. I was so <laughs> happy that she didn't get higher than him. I was like, ah. The, I, think, I think it would have been even better had they tied. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly I'm, I'm totally same. happy that... <laughs> I'm just totally happy that she got one over on him. And, and I love the callback at the end, the very end of the episode, too. Uh, where, Keith, yeah. where Keith talks about how horrible her score was at 95 <laughs> yeah. instead of 97, and she rolls and, her eyes. <laughs> in her face when she's hugging him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, so then Veronica gets her first case as an official PI. Um, a man calls and says that he is Apollo's father and wants uh, proof. Wait, he wants proof. Uh, oh, uh, he wants he wants proof that that's his son. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. he thinks that he's Apollo's father, but he wants proof that he actually is. Yeah, at this point, I kind of was like, I started to roll my eyes, and I and I was like, okay, again, here we go. The dad's like, you know, been living in Chicago for. You know, <laughs> I was all so Chicago. sure. I would. I I was just choosing Chicago at random, but all my notes were like because he's from Chicago. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. The the interesting part is that he like wants it all kept a secret unless it's true. You know, like he he's really doing it in a way that makes you believe him, but then that also makes you suspicious. <laughs> yeah, all the, the subterfuge all felt a little bit contrived and forced, you know? I mean, that, that she really had to sneak around and, and try to verify it. The, 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 the imperative for keeping it a secret felt a little odd. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what also feels very contrived is the fact that uh, he happens to have this shopping list and the father happens to have a letter that the mother wrote. That was too much for me. Yeah. yeah. It's like what Paul was saying. Like, it just felt like a PSA. Like, this yeah. whole thing that I was watching, I was just like, all right, I get it, you guys. Of course, child soldiers, this is horrific. I get it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Veronica interviews Apollo, and when she looks at the, when she looks at the shopping list compared to the letter, she looks at it for like two seconds and is like, "Oh, it's a match." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have, where, where, 
my my note is he has a shopping list that he carries around with him, written by his mother. And of course, she's a professional handwriting analyst, and they match perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the I think the uh, the handwriting analysis unit in her criminology course must have been very robust. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that intro to criminology course, Tim man, it covered probably, everything. Yeah. Tim the TA probably oversaw that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I will teach you everything about this. Oh, yeah. Because I am anal and weird. <laughs> Absolutely. A little. <laughs> I said I said anal and weird, not a little weird. Oh, I thought you said. And then this is where Piz gets his other internship, which is in Neptune, and wants Veronica to care. And she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't. Not really. She does not care. Mm-mm. What's good for so you, Piz? Is... What's good for you? Exactly. So this Do is what where you the want. Riley stuff started coming in. What, you have to fly to Australia for the next 20 years? It was nice knowing you. Yeah, have fun. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is where the Riley stuff started coming in, where I started feeling that, you know, that she was like, he was, he, he felt like Riley in, the, uh-huh. in this sort of scenario. Like, he cares about this way, way more than she does. Right, exactly. Yeah. Then it really came in, um, which I don't think I actually have in this plot, but when she's talking to Mac about how he's just so uncomplicated and all that stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. It's like when Don tells Riley, you don't make her cry like Angel did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't really think of that. <laughs> I could see that. She uh, needs a she needs a, a sister. Uh, <laughs> on, you know, or just some weird thing that that poses as a sister to tell Back her up? this. Oh yeah, backup. Backup can tell her this. Is backup a green ball of energy? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listeners, we're sorry that you're getting so intoxicated. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, True. Um, Okay, so Veronica uh, tells Apollo about. um, Is it Kizza? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he doesn't believe it. Neither did I. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kizza arrives and is not impressed with Veronica at all. Oh, oh my gosh, god, that was funny. That was hilarious. That was a, that. That was, um, and it's so funny because she's now officially, officially. a PI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, but could you imagine walking into so, you know. We're all roughly, you know, adults. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <that one. laughs> but what? could you could you imagine walking into a a uh, private investigator's office and it being like a nineteen year old bubbly blonde? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, mm, I'll no. take my business elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, money back, please. Now, yeah. now that I'm now that I'm north of forty, I see a lot of people driving cars that I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Over the wheel. And then Apollo has disappeared, and Veronica goes looking for him. Um, he talk. She talks to a old roommate uh, that they used to be friends. <laughs> Long time ago. Used to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even plan that. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Nice pickup. And he uh, tells her that Apollo's book was not actually about him. And yeah, and 
so so with the reveal later on like i have to say that like they were just counting on veronica not blowing this into you know a full-scale thing because the only reason she didn't was because of wallace Uh so i was like that's a little risky you know because i mean it would have had a lot of extra job drama for this guy had she done something like this you know because even if it could have ruined some of his deals and not to be true they still get all that bad press exactly so i was Hmm. All of this was like a, a, a an extra, a, a extravagantly planned, um, even the phone, that right down to the phone call, like always like a, an ex, a, a extravagant plan just to get Veronica to tell the would-be father that he wasn't going to have any money. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to say on the plus on the plus side, uh-huh. I think that the the motion picture company Silver Pictures, who produces the uh, Veronica Mars television series, uh, but I'm pretty oh. sure that okay. I'm pretty sure that the uh, that Silver Pictures would have been involved in that because he was on the phone with them. Yeah. You know, for could, the fake phone call, so he, he probably he probably involved them and said, "Okay, here's well, the story." My parents well, went was away on was a it, week's was, vacation. Was he or was it somebody? <laughs> Oh my gosh, just a really funny aside. I just found an acoustic version of that song. It is Parents the don't most... understand. Yes, it's the <laughs> most hilarious thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's, wow. I, I don't even know what to say. I don't Sorry. think I've heard it. It's I don't like, think I've heard the original version in 20 years. Oh my god, I listen to it all the time. I get the biggest kick out of it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> back, back, back to Veronica Mars. You were saying, Malika. Oh, that was it. <laughs> About the acoustical version? No, before that. <laughs> when we were on topic. <laughs> oh, what was they saying about it? I don't remember. <laughs> Where are we? What day is it? <laughs> so, uh, Silver Pictures phone call. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I, I was, I was thinking that maybe it, it could be that whoever was helping him, like it didn't have to be Silver Pictures. It could have just been somebody pretending to be, even if, even when she called back, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone's just... gonna someone's gonna call back and when you when you answer just say silver pictures yeah mm-hmm. yeah that could have been well i mean he left his phone there on purpose so it's like he knew that she was going to apparently he knew she was going to redial the phone yeah or apparently has a reputation it, huh? you know? but yeah. this is weird <laughs> because like i can see it when this happens and like logan knows what she's gonna do or keith knows what she's gonna do that she won't stay away from something yeah. but this guy doesn't know her <laughs> Well, it could be that he didn't know that, but maybe he knew that somebody might check up check up on his story. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm giving them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like that Veronica got kind of tricked and outsmarted, but at the same I, time, it was pretty unbelievable. Like, uh, I, I I liked it, and I I also felt like it didn't have as many holes as other double cross storylines that I've seen. Like you know, I mean, like for example, for example, in this very series, the whole um, Sorbonne versus uh, Brooklyn <laughs> uh, thing. You know, I mean, I didn't, yeah. I didn't see any holes. I didn't see any places where you know, well, the, the, that couldn't have been part of the subterfuge because it was happening out, you know, off screen or whatever, or off out of out of the main character's sight, that sort of thing. There's, there's a, I felt like the same thing in um, Enemies on Buffy. Where there were things happening that I felt like they were outside of anything that would have had to have been seen by the character who was being double-crossed. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyways, 
I didn't see any holes in this particular one. It wasn't very hard. It was. I didn't feel like it was a very deep subterfuge anyway. Yeah, they just kind of have to assume that the PI will do what a PI does. So it, you know, it kind of works. Um. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Apollo agrees to a blood test, but then Kizza doesn't show up. Oh yes, yes, mm-hmm. and and we're to believe that he did not show up just because um, there was no money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is when it comes out that the the story about the book being a fake was actually a fake. <laughs> double crap, double twist. Yep. And then uh, Keith calls, and Kizza has been detained at the police station or at the sheriff's station. And then Apollo and Kizza meet, and he actually is his father. Ta-da! I thought I thought this was actually a really um, a really sweet scene. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought that the you know the mention of the of the book with the uh, with the mythology, and that's how he got his name, and and you know I, I thought it was all really I thought it was really sweet. I liked yeah, it. I thought- I thought it was I thought it was well written and it didn't feel overly saccharine compared to the the PSA nature of the rest of the episode. Yeah, yeah, the rest of it just feel quite a bit. Uh, I I actually have at some point uh, I have a note that uh, promo for Invisible Children. Call now, operator standing by. Exactly. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then there it was. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, okay, and then Wallace is. Uh, going to spend his summer in Africa with the Invisible Children cause. That's right. Screw basketball. Screw mechanical engineering. Forget all that, Wallace. That's right. I, I, I know. I, might, Just... I may have missed... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I missed... No, I think I might have missed the opportunity. I may have missed the opportunity earlier in the episode, or earlier in this particular part of the recap, but I really felt like Wallace as the realist was really a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I, I can't disagree I wrote, with you. I wrote I don't I don't like cynical Wallace as much, and uh, he even had a, a line about uh, about Piz's heart that uh, made me go. That's just no fun, <laughs> Wallace. That's well, no fun. I, he seems to have been taking on that role most of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's he like comes in for like two minutes to drop like a real re- reality bomb and then pieces out. Mm. Yeah. Especially when it comes to Piz, he wants to make sure that Veronica isn't using him or going to break his heart. Maybe he's jealous. Yeah. I'm still holding out for that Wallace Piz ship. <laughs> <laughs> no, then... I'd, be, I'd be down with that. Mm-hmm. Wallace. Always. Always. Whiz. Oh, (laughs) Whiz, it's totally whiz. (laughs) Now it is, yes. And then Veronica gets the summer internship at the FBI. Which I saw coming as soon as the phone rang. I'm like, oh. Oh, Because we were waiting for it, like, based upon our prediction of what this thing would be, this, this, um this episode what it meant like the title meant mm. i was just waiting for it waiting for it so nice all right b plot b plot 
plot was what the sheriff's office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so there's been seven home burglaries, and of course they're in the O'Niner district because why would somebody rob outside of it? And uh, the O'Niners are very impatient. Yeah, and uh, and apparently everybody's gathering behind Vinny at the <laughs> homeowner situation. Mm-hmm. Nice hair, Vinny. Oh my god. <laughs> See, everything. Is... Go ahead. Everything about Vinny. Um, this episode is super roll your eyes <laughs> yeah to some extent I, I felt like his last his last uh scene on screen other, other than the psa or other than the uh political ad at the end but his last uh actual appearance on screen i thought he was uh convincingly creepy slimy the, well, the whole yeah. the whole can you prove it thing is was what I felt I felt I didn't I didn't roll my eyes at that I felt like that was actually appropriately slimy. So okay, so Vinny's in bed with the Irish, right? Like him mm-hmm. and the Fitzpatricks are working together to do this, or is he just yeah. looking the other way? Uh, no, I mean it's, it or is seems he like actually, he like involved in burglarizing. Like I was it's... kind of. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like Keith has connected the dots without without an actual chain of evidence. Where he's saying, you know, okay, so Vinny consulted with the alarm company. All of the all of the uh, houses that were burglarized were protected by the alarm company, and the Fitzpatrick's are in charge of you know burglarizing everything. Somehow getting away with it without the alarms going off. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I, there's there's no chain of evidence that that Keith has to support it, but it sounds like. Uh, like Vinny's challenge is 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 solid there with the uh, can you prove it? Yeah, it I, just seems to me like okay, like I know that this is like a show or whatever, but like let's pretend right that like he's like like in the real world, like you want to win an election to be the sheriff so badly that you're like helping the local mobsters like burglarize homes. Like it just doesn't <laughs> like what's really in it for a sheriff? You know, like is the sheriff position that awesome? Yeah, I'm not really sure. Uh, Yeah, I know. You know, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's 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 hard to believe that American politicians would be in bed with the mafia. Oh wait, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not like you have really any power as a sheriff, right? I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know, right? Like maybe he get bribed or something. I don't know. Well, Lamb thought he was pretty powerful. Well, Lamb also thought that he was going to (laughs) live. R.I.P. <laughs> I, I I I I miss the guy. I'm sorry. I, and I, and uh, that's that's all Neptune Pirate Radio's fault. But uh, <laughs> I said that on my voicemail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I, I miss I, I I do. I mean, I, I loved Lamb. I I loved mm-hmm. to hate Lamb. Exactly. So I mean, he's definitely missed. But you know. it, yeah, and it feels like it feels like Lamb and Vinny really feel like the sheriff's sheriff's. Uh, office is a giant position of power but it really doesn't feel like Keith is getting anything out of it that like to that level that the other two felt like it was maybe because know, he's like actually, he has to deal he's trying to uphold the law and uh both of them were just trying to get ahead yeah like I feel like Keith is actually doing the job that a sheriff would do where they're just looking at it as as it is as like as um uh you know a step onto something to something else so they don't really care about even, I mean, if either one of them got the job, well, we saw Lamb in it, but, you know, he just saw it as a way for power, whereas Keith sees it as a job. 
I have a semi-tangential question. This feels like a good time to ask. Okay. Semi-tangential because it's still part of the series. Okay, that first press <laughs> or that first um, uh, dispatch conference where where Keith is telling everybody, you know, here's here's the story, here's the burglaries and the zip code and all of that. Is this the first time that that Sax gets his first name of Jerry? I don't know, but Sachs I totally even missed name. it. <laughs> I, I, I totally missed it. Missed that. Jerry yeah, it could be Paul. Yeah, because because I mean it's it's always sax sax sax, and most of this episode it was sax. But at, at during that, um, sax was getting ready to put give out all of the uh, information, and Keith said, uh, "Jerry here has all the information, and Jerry's going to hand it out to you." And sax is like, "Who? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me? Oh, that's what? me." So his you... name is uh, Deputy Jerry Pornstash. Yeah, I was like, you, you keep saying sex, like, just keep hearing porn stash. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so next, uh, Keith and Cliff aren't getting along so well anymore. Well, no, Aww. now they're, they're, well, Keith needs a mortal enemy, and now that Lamb's dead, I guess Oh my it's gosh, Vinny. this was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was, it yeah. was it's so sad to clip. see them on opposite sides. I mean, and the, to to even have Cliff go so far as to say you're not necessarily going to have to count on my vote, mm-hmm. that was too far. I thought. No, it was bad. No, um, I actually it was really funny uh, watching uh, watching the two of them spar. You know, because Keith is so frustrated with him, and it's just so funny because Cliff's like, "You knew what you you, you bought your ticket. You knew what you were getting into." <laughs> It was funny until the until the vote thing. The vote thing it was it crossed the line for me. I I don't know. I think that he might have been joking. I didn't really take him seriously. Well, no, uh, but like I mean, the thing is, is that I mean, if he admires Keith, then he probably doesn't want him to be, you know, to like be sheriff because he's antagonistic to the, the sheriff's office. So I feel yeah, like that's sh- why he said it. The sheriff's office of Neptune is not exactly a squeaky clean position in Cliff's eyes. <laughs> Even yeah, if right. even if Keith is occupying it, but I do think that that was more of a the reason that he didn't want to vote for him wasn't because he didn't want Keith to be sheriff. It was because he didn't want to be opposite. He didn't want to be on yeah. the the other side. Yeah, that's it was. I don't. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it was a personal like like I don't want you to be sheriff. I think it was. I liked it better when we when you were a PI and we were on the same side. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that Cliff's client works with the Fitzpatricks, which brings Liam into the office. Handy underarm tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Funny that he just happened to stretch just the right way to show off that tattoo. (laughs) And that was right side up when he stretched that way. (laughs) But I'm so tired of this Fitzpatrick stuff. I just wanted to go away. The only Fitzpatrick I went on my screen is Lips. And that was not lips. <laughs> no, it was well, not. It's, it's it's handy to have a shorthand for the local criminal element. I mean, I guess it could still be the PCHers, but yeah, I mean, there there always has to be, um, you know, someone from the the wrong side of the law. So I guess you, it makes sense. We've left the PCHers behind. So you you either have the usual suspects, or you have to come up with a new crime family every time you come up with a crime plot. Right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Vinny has been colluding with the Fitzpatricks, and we've talked about this, and there's no proof, um, but Keith 
basically knows that he just can't do anything about it. Except find proof, which he will do. Or Veronica will do. Right. <laughs> now yeah. that she has her PI license. And then Vinny has a lovely TV commercial. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, the commercial. That's and he's sponsored by, or he's approved by the homeowners thing. I just thought that was funny. Of course. <laughs> Which is so funny because he's the one getting them robbed. And that scene yields my favorite quote that I hopefully uh, will get to land at the, be- at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably my quote. <laughs> but you get to go first. So. Mm. Um, okay, the, we're ready for C-plot, I think. Okay. Yep. All right, so... so this was a pretty big um, C-plot. It is. Mm-hmm. It, it, was, like, it took everybody. It took up a lot of time. Yeah. So, um, Parker's parents are meeting Logan, and they're still as controlling as ever. They're still horrible. <laughs> I have Parker and her top-notch wigger having lunch with Logan and her parents. They're a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> I love your notes, Jimmy. <laughs> my, note, my note is much shorter. My note is uh, Parker's parents, uh, ellipses, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Logan... And Parker are talking afterwards, and he invites Parker to move into his hotel room while he's gone surfing with Dick for the summer. So, okay, South America in summer is winter, right? I guess yeah. unless you're right by the equator. <laughs> I suppose. Well, I they're, going, just... they're going to Rio. They're going outside of Rio, right? They kept saying Rio? Yeah, yeah how close to the equator Rio. is Rio? Well, Rio is always warm. Rio is uh, part of, is, is surrounded by, um, uh, you know, jungle. Uh, what's it called? Tropical rainforest. So, okay. so it's north of one of the tropics, uh, whichever tropic that is. It's the southern one. I, I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> it's Capricorn. Like Capricorn, it's I think, nice. is the southern one, right? I have no idea. No, I, I'm fifty-fifty I, shot. Yeah. Cancer, <laughs> cancer, <laughs> cancer or Capricorn? <laughs> I think it's Capricorn. We'll say you're right, Paul. <laughs> yes. I'm looking right now. I bet you are. I bet you I was are. Like, Ge- geometry is not my best subject. <laughs> wow, I suppose it isn't, if that's what you're calling it. I know. <laughs> geometry. <laughs> we don't do math or uh, world yeah, geography here. We just look pretty. We bat our eyes and look pretty. That's what we do in this podcast. All right, y'all. So it's actually not that close to the equator. Okay. Uh, according to this but map. Is it, but is it within the two tropics? Uh, it's as much. Okay, let's see. Let me keep talking while I look at this. Trop- the tropical answer. The tropical area is between the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Cap- Capricorn. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Like, I technically live, I think, in the subtropics because I live in like as far south really as you can get in the U.S. And like, it is still gets cold here if it's winter so and like i'm looking at this map and they're about as far from the equator as i am so i feel like it's gotta still get kind of cold hmm. i don't know whatever Maybe Interesting. That's kind of it depends on what you define as cold too you know i mean to me like cold it... is 60 degrees and i'm not getting in the water it's 60 <laughs> degrees so well, i mean I... no 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 i mean me too yvette but i also feel like it's like when it's cold and damp like like cold feels cold feel because it's like the humidity plus Plus the cold makes you feel like it's even colder. Yeah, I think. Why do you need to go somewhere surfing when you live in California in the summer? Because they have better waves. 
<laughs> okay. And because you're rich and have money to... Spare. And because of all those girls. Because I'm sure girls enter into some Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Dead the Tropic girls. of Capricorn is the Southern Tropic, so I got that correct. Uh, and Rio, yeah. de, Rio de Janeiro lies on the Tropic of Capricorn, basically, roughly. Yeah, it's just a little, a little north of it. I was just looking it up too. <laughs> I had to get my, I had to get my. Geography, I am not bothering uh, with this. Me neither. We love Planet Zowie, don't we, guys? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, it may be a tangent, but I still had to have my geography. Um, uh, nope. You know, I had to, I had to whip out my geography junk. Great. You need to... <laughs> All right. Go geometry. <laughs> yes. And then Parker goes to Veronica for advice about Logan. Oh my god. Why is this a good idea? I don't think it felt as awkward as it could have. It actually no. it wasn't very awkward, but it, you know, it just it's it's I mean, especially considering they broke up what like, you know, a week ago. <laughs> um it's like Maybe going to the ex of of your uh, current boyfriend probably isn't going to yield you a honest and realistic answer. Though, I mean, she did give her an honest and realistic answer, so, you know, touche to that. But in most situations, probably not a good idea. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think, I think within this within this circle of friends with the dynamic that they have going, I never really felt that Parker was adversarial to to Veronica. I mean, I know that, that they're both after the same man, but uh, the way that the breakup happened and everything, it never really felt like Parker was in, in any of the episodes up till now and this one. It doesn't feel like they're adversaries, per se. They're not against each other even, too much. She even broke up with with Logan because she didn't want to ruin the friendship with Veronica. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she's been trying to, so, I mean, I think that it seems okay. It just seems bizarre because regardless of what, I mean, I don't care. I have, you know, I mean, I have exes that I'm really good friends with, but if I just broke up with one of them and then the next girl they dated, like that's the last person I'd go to relationship advice, like, or I'd want them to come to relationship advice was me. I'd be like, couldn't you, don't you have another friend that you could talk to about this right now? <laughs> Maybe give me three years and then we'll be okay. But right now, hmm. Yeah, but uh, Parker's never really got the whole boundaries thing as we, you know, kind of saw in the first episode with her as she's pulling off her top and oh yeah 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 so maybe she just doesn't quite have that i don't know that social knowledge she's loved yeah. it she's led a sheltered life i give her that nothing wrong with that and then next we see mac and max in the black hole of new love <laughs> yeah he's I... in the black hole of new love mac and max or just Max. Mac and Max. Or just Max. Sorry, off color. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, two Max Maxes. <laughs> Their names are way too too alike. Yeah, you really can't do a uh, shipper name there, can you? No, you can't. Sadly. You have to go Mac Max. <laughs> yeah, Mac Max. There you go. There you go. There you go. You you worked it out. <laughs> Usually, if you don't have anything in your brain, you can figure something out. Right now, my brain's dead, so these things come to me. I'm still working nice. on killing it with the podcasting fluid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oil. <laughs> Just give it a little bit. It works. It does. 
And then uh, Veronica tells Logan that Parker talked to her. Well, I mean, it's like he he went looking for. Her. <laughs> I know it was weird. <laughs> Were you just waiting? Yeah, this the whole thing was weird. Yeah, my notes I have, there's no reason why Logan goes to a library <laughs> other than to seek out Veronica. And why was he seeking out, like, their their current relationship status between the two of them is, is so bizarre. You know, they they talk, they don't yeah. talk, They he seeks her out, and he jumps in elevators with her, you know... We wonder so if he's weird. jealous. We wonder whatever. But, you know, also, like, I feel like it's also the author saying that we have to have these two together because there is something between them. So we have a, to have a reason to put them together. Well, yeah. Because what would season four be without... Oh. oh. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Way too soon. <laughs> I'll have, I have comments for that that I'll save for my voicemail uh, next time. <laughs> Um, okay, so Mac is worried about Max's future. So, okay, I don't really get why Mac cares if Max drops out. Because he could just drop out, make a bunch of money, and then go back to school later. Like, there's no shame in that. Who cares? Or is it just because he's doing something shady? But she did shady stuff in high school all the time. I don't Right, I don't... but I think the problem is is that his lack of drive is affecting her lack of drive, or her drive. The but fact that he he's not... He doesn't really have lack of drive, though. He's still running a business. True. Like, if she's not going to class, that's her stuff, you know? It's true. It's true. And she kind of resolves that at the end and says, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to, to, to uh, being a student, but uh, I'll still be around. Yeah, I'm glad, that they, I'm glad they didn't break up or anything over that. But it just yeah. felt weird to me that she cared that much. It seemed strange. Well, I mean... It's, she's probably thinking like like she was like you know thinking further down the line and how she could probably get hurt and this is like a way of protecting her because I mean yeah I mean like it doesn't make like it, it's really good that she decided not to break up with her now but like later in life it's gonna matter you know probably yeah well and and this is something that he can you know like get kicked out of the university for which doesn't matter because he's dropping out but um, well, he's getting expelled. Well, right, because he's not going to classes. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not, he's not going to get expelled under academic review or anything. He's just going to get expelled for not, not going to class. Right, because he's failing. Um, but what could this test-selling thing, could that get him in trouble with the law? No, at uh, at least. Isn't, well, cheating isn't illegal, is it? I wouldn't no, think. he could get in trouble with the yawn, like, the law. I mean, well, I mean, it would get him kicked out. Oh, you know for sure. It would and get other students. Why wouldn't it, it get would, him? You know. It would get the students that he's helping kicked out of school. But I mean, I don't think yeah, there's. Yeah, it'll get it'll. I mean, and and even even for him, it. I mean, as as part of, as long as he's part of the school as a student, it'll definitely be at the very least a black mark on his record. Uh-huh. And, yeah, uh huh. Yeah. And... And I mean, he'll definitely be in trouble with the administration. But I don't know legally, unless unless he's like, uh, unless he's copying uh, like copyrighted tests that are been being written by a third party company. 
Well, I was also thinking that, like, you know, if he does in the future decide to go to school or needs a recommendation or just anything like that. He's like not going to get accepted no. anywhere. So, you know, it's like one of those things of, like, you do something like this and you get caught for it. You know, and also, like, she might also be thinking that if he cheats and he, I mean, he's part of this this kind of job, like, where could he end up in the future criminally? Like, he might, you know, look at bigger and better things ways to get you know to take shortcuts exactly like it could yeah, be like right. the gateway the gateway yeah, crime I, 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 i'm working for a major corporation and I'm, I'm embezzling a little bit and this major corporation isn't very nice so therefore you know pennies. this embezzling is just a little bit and it's just pennies right it's pennies that go into an account i'm just taking like... fractions of every transaction off <laughs> thank uh, you office space, space. <laughs> 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 thank you for getting that to me <laughs> Yeah. All right. So the next thing is Logan invites Parker to go on the surf trip with them. Oh, I can't even imagine having to spend an entire summer. I know. I mean, she's not even at least at least if you have a beach bunny along with you, someone who's like, you know, into surfing or at least into watching surfers. That's a that's a plus. But uh, having the girlfriend from Colorado who doesn't really do the ocean. Like yeah. if I was if I was a girl from Colorado who doesn't do the ocean, I would feel terrible about myself for wanting to go on this trip because I, I don't know, I, just, I would just feel like I'm going to be that girl. I'm going to be that girl. I don't want to be that girl. You know, she's she's going to be that, that girl. girl. She's going to be that girl waiting on the beach drinking pina mm-hmm. coladas, and then when he's done surfing, she's going to be drunk and messy, <laughs> and he's going he's going to have to take her back to the room and put her but to if, sleep. But if but if she's but if she's at home, she's thinking about all those Brazilians with their Brazilians, and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. I mean, whatever. It wasn't very exciting, and he. But he obviously didn't look thrilled to be going with her. So I'm kind of. I was like, I well, can't see this going anywhere he good. Didn't, he didn't look thrilled about any anything about this relationship in this in this episode. Which is so weird for someone who gets their girlfriend a cake with their face on it. Like, <laughs> you know, I just go back yeah, to that. We went she's, from one extreme to the to the other. Yeah, she's she's coming with Logan. Looks unhappy. She's not coming with Logan. Looks unhappy. I know, and I'm just kind of thinking, like, I don't know, like, I loved the episode. Like, why is it with this series? Like, there was just a few episodes where we really liked them together because they were carefree and fun and having fun, and they were on the beach. And, like, what happened to that beach, Parker? Like, all of a sudden, she turned into an annoying girlfriend, and all of a sudden, he turns into, like, I wish I was with Veronica. F you, I, Logan. F you. I, I, I almost got just, I wish I was with anybody. I, Actually, I, I, think, I think he was just saying, I wish I was just with Dick. Yeah, I just want Dick. That's all I want. I just want little 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 Dick. Little Dick, just a little he's not, Dick. He's not. He's is not. That... In, he's not. He's not ready for Big Dick. He just wants. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, he's not ready for Big Dick. He just needs little Dick for now. <laughs> and yeah, like sorry. when Big Dick That's comes really in bad. the picture, he's not that thrilled. So you know, <laughs> he's like, no, too much, too much, bro, no, too much. Yeah. So speaking of, um... yeah, that. Dick's dad turned himself in and shows up and wants to spend time with his son before he goes to jail. So weird. So weird. Like, forgot about you. Bye-bye. Like, who are you again? And I have to say in this episode that we realized that Dick Casablancas was covering up some hurt. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, we kind of gotten, got like a little bit of, you know, here and there mentions of it. 
but I, I'm really like glad that we got into it that he didn't completely you know he he's he didn't completely heal over the whole messed up thing with his brother yeah little Gosh. little dick got a got a lot of uh uh got a lot out mm-hmm. got a lot hurt out yes <laughs> one way or another uh, my comment here is a little long but i have to read it anyways <laughs> okay so Big Dick is upset that Little Dick Jr. doesn't want to spend time with him and would rather spend time surfing in South America. Big surprise. You ditch your kids and go on the run, and then you wonder why you don't want, why, why they don't want to see you. Well, the one you have, have left, because P.S. Beaver's a pancake. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> well, at least you didn't go puddle. Oh. And two dicks spending time together? Mm. Um. Well, <laughs> Then so the there's nothing wrong with that. Dueling there's nothing wrong fight. with that. But once, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to go into this. Well, and and the when he's uh, when Dick is yelling at his dad about about Beaver and about you know that was it their fault you know and the things that they used to say to him. I mean, he's feeling some guilt. Yeah. And it's really good. Like, and I think it, it lands with Big Dick too. You can tell by his face. Mm-hmm. But then Little Dick decides to stay mm-hmm. and not yeah. go to South America, which is the part that... Because these two dicks are related. So, so Yeah, some, something, happen, something happened off screen but between uh, Little Dick's confrontation and him deciding not to go. They, they, they resolve something. Either that, but I know that like, you know, when you're related and you can you know, unleash the world of hurt on your, you know, your family, whatever, but sometimes you still... You still do what they say anyway, just because they're your family. So as well, much as some like some people do, I'm just saying. Like I, I don't always do this, but you know, it, it happens. Like family, oftentimes it's it's easy to get mad at them and whatever, but they're still your family. So I don't trust Big Dick at all. I think that he has an ulterior motive for being back, and I think oh, Little yeah. Dick is going to totally regret his decision. Oh yeah, I love the four. return of Big Dick, Little Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Two dicks. Well, my my notes for this say Big Dick is back. Could Mrs. Eccles be far behind? Mrs. Eccles. So I'm. I, so I'm. I, I I will save my prediction for when it's appropriate. All right. <laughs> Restraint. Wow. Okay, I think we're Can ready we? for. Well, I guess uh, Logan tells Parker that they're not going surfing. And then Parker decides she's going to Denver. Yeah. Since the trip is canceled, like why I guess not? That's the only alternative. Well, no, she could stay in his bit. hotel room. Yeah, but he wasn't oh, going to yeah. let her stay there without him, not with him. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. But like, why couldn't she just stay and not? Anyway, why couldn't she just stay when he stays or figure out something plans together? But then he had like the Logan face a little bit, and I wasn't happy with that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, so it's time for quotes. And Paul, Yay! you are first. Oh, I'm first? Oh, boy. Well, I've got four, but I think I'll choose my primary quote. Uh, Vinny has kids? None, the, none that he's aware of. <laughs> yep, that was the one <laughs> I, I had. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, a little exchange here between Mac and Veronica. <clears throat> Mac, how's your cell count these days? Oh, no. Mm, Veronica, mm, I can still do long division, but I can't quite remember all of the continents. 
Max. So Pisneyland is the is the happiest place on earth. <laughs> Veronica, happy enough. There's no roller coaster, but I think I can do without the adrenaline and nausea. I so have I have to. a line before that. Yeah, what makes happen. me lazy? It's a dangerous drug. It kills more brain cells than crystal meth. <laughs> but my my quote is going to be, "Don't answer that." Shrug. <laughs> 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 like I love his face in that he just kind of shrugs in the corner alright I'll go next are you at your desk? no are you at my desk? <laughs> <laughs> love it um, okay I will go with um, Piz cracker open we're celebrating I was offered another internship Veronica people are just falling all over themselves to not pay you Everything's coming up Piznarski. <laughs> I'm like, wasn't that the next line? <laughs> um, probably, but I was getting this off TV.com because, oh. quite frankly, I Ooh. only wrote down the one quote. Lucky. So, do Paul, do you have go for another one. Okay, I'll go for another one. Uh, you realize you're the radio host version of a rock star, right? I don't know what the groupie procedure is for this scenario, but I might have to throw my panties at you. <laughs> Um, I have another Mac quote. <laughs> I have to, have to, have to go to morning classes tomorrow. I'm getting lost in the sex, nap, eat, repeat loop. I'm in the porn version of Groundhog Day. Jealous. Poundhog Day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually Anybody don't have else? any others. No? Okay. Mm. Any vet you don't, right? No. <laughs> um... I found one more that I like that we kind of talked about, but um, Veronica, I'm in. The FBI has chosen me for their summer internship. Keith, yes. Talk about making up for that crappy PI exam score. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can skip most of my other ones. Yeah, I'll let my last one go. Uh, I just, I'm going to do one more uh, from Veronica. A girl, a teenager, and a private detective. I'm a triple threat. Barely fits on my business card. <laughs> nice. Okay, let's have feedback. And if we get a voicemail from Naomi, we will put it yeah. here. <laughs> Insert voicemail here. <laughs> Insert voicemail. <laughs> hey, everybody. Sorry I couldn't be there for this episode. This episode where we find out finally the series long question the one that everyone has wanted to know the answer to what is porn stash's first name they finally told us it is jerry his name is jerry Sachs. mystery solved we can end the series now oh no wait this was the episode about um wait i remember it I watched the episode. Oh yeah, this is the episode about the guy from Africa who wrote the book and then his dad finds him. Yeah, and that's all I have to say about that. But we have Veronica and Piz being all lovey-dovey. We have M&M like, having sex and pizza. And we have Logan and Parker being all drama, drama, drama. And even Dick, while it's not romantic relationship drama, we have the return of Big Dick. And 
the father-son relationship drama. And so it's just drama, 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 drama. Yeah, and that's all I have to say about that. So, quotes. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with Pizza Guy. How are you guys doing today? Mac. I'm wearing a different shirt, just so you know. Um, yeah, this was a very, very low episode for me. Um, I obviously did not enjoy it at all. It was just bad. Um, so I am giving it two unavailable rating systems. It's not even worth thinking up a rating system for this one. I just really was unimpressed. Hope you guys had a better time of it than I did. And I'll see you all next time. Bye. Oh, Naomi, you so funny, girl. I know. <laughs> we miss you, Naomi. Thank you for the great feedback. Okay. <laughs> That was a great story, Naomi. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you for the tangent in your voicemail. <laughs> All right, now we have Facebook feedback. All right, Facebook feedback from Harold. It, it is so sad that Vinny's members-only jacket has gone missing and there isn't a private eye available in Neptune to find it. <laughs> at least one old enough to investigate all the local bars. He probably left it at, thanks to our mean new temporary sheriff who is making everyone card hard. Everyone oh, card hard. Yeah. That's right. Card sure. hard. Sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, I've... Harold. It took me a second. And let me guess. What Wallace did two summers ago, make a Coney 2012 video? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so Simone says... Apollo, Invisible Children, Coney 2012, so effing awkward now. Uh, LOL. Dick's big dick. <laughs> I'm changing your words, Simone. <laughs> <laughs> big dick makes an appearance, and we see little dick break down and blame himself and his father for Cassidy's troubles. Veronica got her PI, PI license and an internship at the FBI. Way to go, V. Too, oh, too little of Wallace. Uh, I miss when he was an integral part of the show. Mac and Max in the sex and pizza room. I'm glad she's developed a healthy sex life. Some Someone killed Parker's parents. They're so horrible to her. Logan fan club? That's meta. <laughs> well, Disneyland, the creepiest place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I was reminded of my other favorite quote that was not a fun quote, but it was, it was still uh, very telling. Was the uh, was when Dick would when Dick said to, when Little Dick said to Big Dick, uh, "We used to have contests to see which one of us could make him cry first. Oh yeah, that was, that was such a good line. I, I mean, it definitely didn't make me feel nice, but uh, it was a favorite. very telling. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Ray says. This show just feels a little off to me without an overarching mystery kind of holding it all together. Okay, wait, I totally agree with Ray about I this. I totally agree. The show got heavy with the A-plot, but didn't really hold my interest very well. I also didn't care for Piz and Veronica being so lovey-dovey all of a sudden. I don't mind them as a couple, but it seems like the show is trying a bit too hard to push them together. Logan and Parker felt off, too. Did a bunch of time pass that we didn't see or something? Because it feels like those two couples were far more serious than when we left them at the end of the last episode. Almost too serious for the little amount of time that they've been together. I did like the Max 
storyline, and I loved seeing Dick have a chance to show more genuine emotion. Even though Dick can be such a jerk at times, I do feel for him in this one. Great job by Ryan Hansen. Mm-hmm. I agree. Elizabeth says, uh, and this is this is actually in reply to a comment um, by Beth, I think, that she had uh, marathoned before seeing the movie and so hadn't actually uh, made coherent notes for each oh, episode. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Elizabeth said, I also marathoned before seeing the movie. You have to wait, mm-hmm. suckas. <laughs> you just wanted to have that for that. <laughs> uh, now I can't remember much except Lafayette from True Blood was in it. And why is Keith being such a buzzkill? Oh, and I like Piz. There, I said it. Whew, I feel lighter somehow. I mean, I'm not ready to wear a Team Piz shirt or anything, but I like the guy. Have a great podcast. You're so close. <laughs> I agree 100%. I like Piz too. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not wearing wearing a, a Team Piz t-shirt or anything, but I like Piz. I'm like, you know, and if they want to date and, you know, get, you know, get, you know. Get jiggy with it? Thank you. <laughs> not exactly. That's a clothing thing. I'm I'm perfectly down with that. Like go for it. Knock them boots. Yeah. See, like I like Piz before, but like in this episode, I don't find anything to like about him because all he's doing is being all mopey when Veronica isn't acting the way that he wants her to. Very needy. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's sort of like I don't feel I don't I'm annoyed with him. I just feel like it's kind of the sad sack type thing. Like, wah wah. Like you like her more than she likes you. Too bad. So I don't feel one way or another about it. I just, it's just there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, did anybody have any theories that they wanted to pose since we don't have a question now would be the time. I don't think that Piss and Veronica are long for this world. No. Like they're going to uh... die or. <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's what it sounded like, huh? Um, the, the, the bus of their relationship is heading for a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are they trapped? Are they trapped in a burning freezer? <laughs> that ship is going to fall off the train. I like. It's like. It's almost. I think that. Piz, Piz said it. Dad likes you. Kiss of death. I think it's like. I mean, what, whether it happens this season because it's not that far off, or in the movie or whatever, I don't think that they'll end up together <clears throat> when did this series become about just shipping that makes me sad it really this season has really turned into a relationship frenzy of like drama i blame frenzy. the cw <laughs> no no i completely blame the cw i think that they um and, and even though uh, i think i've said this before even though i didn't care for season two while we were watching it <laughs> when it ended i appreciated the entire season and i can't wait to go back and rewatch it mm-hmm. nothing about this season has any redeeming qualities about it so. oh come on you liked the dean i was all right with the dean um there was the the hot teacher that we only saw for one episode uh that was wallace's uh hot teacher the mechanical uh, engineering professor Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, but like I didn't really care who killed Dean Odell, and like the rape stuff was, you know, gross and terrible. Um, I think that, you know, 
the CW really uh, kind of drove the show into the ground with this season. It's not a bad show. It's, I mean, I, it's still an enjoyable show. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm speaking in a in, in a very critical sense, but I mean, it's still a good show. I still like the characters. I still, you know, find it to be a good show. But I think that the CW did um, a bad job at at allowing the show to be what it was supposed to be, and they and they really kind of screwed up the premise of the show. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree with you. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, I've got I've got more to add, but I think I'll wait for my voicemail next time. <laughs> <laughs> You're so teasing with this voicemail business. I just, I just well, I, I, I don't even know. just not even going to send it. I yeah, know. No, guarantee, no guarantees. That, no guarantees it'll exist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, if there's no other theories, I mean, really, there's not much to speculate on. I just knew that you guys had mentioned something before, so. No, that was me, but it, it's it 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 doesn't belong here. It belongs. Okay. It's another. Okay. Later. Perfect. All right. Um, ratings. I'm gonna go first. Me. Go. All right. Okay. So I found this episode perfectly average. Like I watched it, I didn't fall asleep. I wasn't <laughs> bored, but I wasn't like wowed. And then that TSA at the end, like okay, of course this is like an important subject. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I felt like I was just being preached to so hard. So five out of ten unpaid internships. Mm. You know what, Eva? I am gonna have to agree with you completely. It was just average. It didn't turn me off, but I wasn't, like, thrilled about it. So, I don't know. And Lafayette kind of brought it up for me just because I was like, Lafayette, that's about it. <laughs> so, I'm going to give it 5 out of 10 dual ing dicks. God. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. I... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I still have two rating systems left, so I'm doing all right. <laughs> um, go ahead, do yours. <laughs> Seriously, you want me to knock off one of your one of your remaining potential rating systems? All right. Um, go ahead, go. Okay, all right. So I, I, you know, I, I thought the episode was average. I ended up knocking a point or two off when I considered uh, spoiler redacted. Um, but you know the. <laughs> The whole series is 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 really noir, and this episode really feels like it has a lack of of noir elements. Uh, the Apollo subterfuge was was a was sort of a double cross, but I didn't really feel like that was a noir double cross. You know, it was kind of a. And then the the secret father was really a secret father, so really the only noir element in the whole thing is is Vinny's shady Fitzpatrick slash safe house security slash sheriff campaign. And then the whole episode is a bit preachy. So even though I'm a, you know, a super fan, maybe not a mega fan, I'm still gonna have to give it uh, five out of ten DJ groupie panties. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm going. You know, pretty much with what everybody else said here. You know, it was it was pretty average. There were some things that brought it up and some things that brought it down. Um, I thought that the return of Big Dick was. Um, an interesting twist. I really hadn't expected to ever see him again. Um, and um, but I also have to take take uh, you know some points off because we had the wrong Fitzpatrick on the show. 
Um, <laughs> if it's not lips, it doesn't fit. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Um, that I'm gonna go with uh, probably five out of ten trips to Disneyland. No, I was gonna go with big dicks. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> um, I completely agree. This episode really is just average. Um, like, there's not really anything in it that I really dislike, but there's not too much in it that I really like, and so I'm going with a five out of ten. Also, and five out of ten internships with the FBI. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's have our contact information. All right, you can find us at www.quadruplez.com. You can email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us an MP3 voicemail. You can find us on Twitter at investigatemars, Facebook um, at facebook.com slash group slash investigatingmars. We also have a spoiler group, which is facebook.com slash group slash spoilers of Mars. And please leave us an iTunes review. Thank you to everybody that has already. And by the time people hear this episode, you guys will be allowed in the spoiler group. Oh my Yay. god, I cannot yeah. wait. <laughs> I'll have to dedicate, like, you know, three nights to just pouring over, like, what did I miss? <laughs> what did they say? What did they say about me? Can you believe me? that she said that? Can you believe that he said that? <laughs> but now it includes, it includes um, spoilers for the movie as well, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah you so gotta watch the movie wait. first. Yep. Okay, so, yeah. Yep. All right. It's not far away. Exactly. It's not. Got it so soon. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> no, it's like funny. I, I, you know, I was saying, uh, saying to, uh, I, I had dinner with a friend on Friday, and we were talking about she has seen the movie, and uh, Elisa, she was uh, a guest with us on uh-huh. season. Yeah, one. she put yeah. it. And um, and and I was like, you know, did you see the movie? Did you like it? She was like, yes, I liked it. That was really all she would say about it. Well, good. Uh, which is okay. right. Which is what 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 she was supposed to do, um, but um, and she was asking me how I feel about it, and and I was like, I just can't wait to get to the movie because it's got to be better than season three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> okay, so thank you, Paul, for joining us for this episode. Thank you, Paul. Thank you so much for having me again. We look forward to your voicemails. Yes, we do. Two episodes that we have left. Yeah, because uh, you're the only one that sends them other than us when we're missing. So You know, I never achieved my, my Lebowski summary uh, that I was supposed to come in with at the end of, ep- of Season 2, partially because there was, there was more Lebowski reference in Season 3. Mm, yeah, uh, but so uh, hopefully you've all covered those already and noticed them all. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think we've mentioned no. the big Lebowski's in Season 2. <laughs> we're still waiting for you, Paul. We're just on Lebowski. Uh, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll just have to give you the, maybe I'll just have to link the YouTube mega cut of Lebowski references. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Do that on the throw it in the spoiler group. That way we can watch it when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I I don't recall whether there's any further Lebowski. There certainly wasn't any in this episode. So yeah, you may be safe. All right. So the next episode is called Weevils Wobble, but they don't go down. Oh my gosh. What's it about? What? 
Weevils uh, wobble, but they don't fall down. Is the actual is the actual uh, thing? But yeah. Uh. So somebody uh, hits Weevil really hard, like with a two by four, and he kind of totters, and then he just stumbles on. <laughs> no, I think somebody's trying to take Weevil down. I think uh, the the obviously I'm gonna. I keep wanting to say the PCHers, but I'm I'm gonna go with the Fitzpatricks, and I'm gonna say that the um, <gasps> that the that that Lips tries to take uh, Weevil down. <laughs> you're just you're just hoping. <laughs> I am. I always want Lips Fitzpatrick in my episodes. If there's gonna be a Fitzpatrick, it better be Lips. Well, you know, maybe 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 Weevil has a new girlfriend and he's so macho that he won't. Oh wait, no, never mind. That's too much <laughs> <off> color. <laughs> I think we're going to get the return of the PCH bike gang. I'm going for it. I don't know what they're there for, but they're going to have something to do. And and maybe I'm going to go with the return of Lynn Eccles. Why not? Why not? She's got to come that's, back at some that, point. That's my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it for this episode, though, unless it's right. And then I'll be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, my God. Lynn Eccles is the head of the PCH bike gang. Oh my gosh, yes. Those lips make the lips and lips fits. Oh my god, lips and lips Fitzpatrick are together and they get married. And they had the PCH gang. Oh my god. That's awesome. All right, well, uh, this episode should be really, really good if any of that comes true. (laughs) So (laughs) it made me excited all of a sudden. So until then, bye everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.